The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I am here with my guest host, Lynn Shrill. Hi, Lynn. Hello. Um, with our focus on being empowered, most of us are a bit more awake than we used to be and are starting to really look around within and outside of ourselves. In our Mighty Gem series, we have been taking a close look at ourselves within and now also outside of ourselves from a higher perspective. And we're really looking for a balanced reflective. Today we are discussing the sparkling nugget of passion. Most humans today live a normal life, quote-unquote, existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects that it can be hard to actually see what's in front of us. As a result, it's easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb about your life. Sometimes we even become asleep or immune to the potentials within and the realities around us for living a more joy-filled existence. The antidote is to simply start paying attention to the state of our own mindset, along with acknowledging of where we are operating within our life experience, as well as being awake to see what is really possible. Nelson Mandela said, There is no passion to be found playing small. In settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living, so do you ever wonder what your life purpose is? Have you ever you know, found yourself wondering and really not really clear as to why you think that something is normal and yet you feel passionate about what you're doing? So have you ever pondered what is passion? Because that is, is really, that boils down to a lot of um, areas of our life and it's one of those that is um, one that we forget about sometimes because it really is a, a very core basic life energy, vitality, uh, chi, a lot of different words for the same thing. But um, for myself, I'm a very energetic person and um, sometimes people find that energy is difficult for themselves because they get over abundance. And I know, Lynn, you're very vibrant 
Ah, thank you. Yes, <laughs> I choose so. to live that way. We were just talking about it. Uh, someone, I, uh, one of my clients that I met with, uh, we were talking about it. And he said, you know, I think a lot of people are asleep on their feet. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm fighting that inertia, you know, myself, because I'm just going towards what makes me feel good and gives me juice. So when that is your life force energy, you look younger than you are. Like, I look around at the people that, are, that I came up with, you know, that were in, like, my kindergarten class and stuff, and I look at them online, and wow, we are in two different worlds, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't, they, they're just kind of living between the lines and they're not um, really filling themselves up and they're not living from that passion place. So um, it gets challenging. You know, you can literally see it when someone is living from their passion and their purpose. And, you know, it, it scares people, I think. Oh, I yeah. Mean, when they're not uh, aligned with that. And I think, um, I have found that to be something where people don't really know how to re- relate to you, not mm-hmm. you particularly, but um, when you start really changing, a lot more people are, are finding that they just are tired of the same O and not fulfilled and they are asking more questions. So it becomes a, a real opportunity to ask more self-questions and look around and really become more um, integrated with what's going on, not just in our own personal selves, but in our relationships. And so, as we look for that uh, fulfillment, um, it's one that I think um, becomes really difficult if you're not finding something as an answer Um, when you start talking with people, a lot of times it's like talking to yourself. (laughs) I mean, they, they sort of turn around and go, what did you just say? (laughs) And sometimes it's difficult because they don't really want to spend the time pondering it. So Mm -hmm. it's one where when you find someone that you can explore the uh, discussion, because some of it is just more like you just get down to the core discussion how, what is a well-balanced life? I mean, these become some real definitions. What What I is passion? What's that? <laughs> life balance is a myth. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, yeah. Like, like, everything's always moving, right? It's not like everything is always totally balanced. It's in what? the imbalance that we find balance. And when you start looking at uh, reading about things, you know, here are we a real pyramid walking around? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is is diagrammed in a pyramid and i i laugh because i can see a, a pyramid with legs that's what i was seeing too i had that visual little tiny head <laughs> little tiny arms standing out there i guess i balanced <laughs> new personality mm-hmm. <laughs> So, passion really exists in all kinds of aspects, and uh, you can tell it in someone's voice. You know, if you aren't actually with someone, you can tell it in their voice. If you're on the phone, it's very interesting. You can, you know, listening to someone on the phone, you can really uh, get to know them because of their voice. And um, it's really uh, part of our physical, sensual, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And sometimes there's a limited thought of emotions uh, and sex being all about passion. 
But really, that's a very limited perspective. And that's probably the little pyramid walking around, you know, Mm -hmm. that we actually see when someone is passionate about something, they're going to be, um, their voice is going to be excited, their whole presence. And like you said, people look at you differently because you're passionate. And um, people sometimes want to know, what have you done to yourself <clears throat> to make yourself passionate about something? Or what are you excited about? Why are you excited? And really, passion is more than just an emotion. It is a way of being. And um, there are ways to create and express ourselves and still be authentic and experience joy and love and satisfaction. So um, I think a lot of it comes back to the patterning that we end up going through as we go grow, (laughs) go and grow. from our young period to our um, through our middle age up to um, adulthood and beyond, it's it's just a lot of um, patterning and education, quote unquote, of how a society feels and what is flowing. Um, well, I think people confuse passion and enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and they confuse passion and sex, as you said. I mean, true passion. Is when you're across the room from each other and you look at each other and you start smoldering. That's passion. You know, it's like, it's a very different place to be when you're really in passion with something. So it's not just being excited and it's not something that people can necessarily even see from the outside, but they feel it when they're in your presence. It's something that just emanates from you and it oozes through every part of you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's a, you know, it's a very deep thing. And a lot of times people think, oh, it just means, you know, whatever, something, some excitement on the surface, and that's not it at all. Well, and I think that's where, what is the sustainability of it? You know, mm-hmm. that could be a um, kind of a difficult one, too. I mean, we, we all make choices and live, you know, with different levels of perception and passion. And um, as we experience things, you know, we are experiencing them on all kinds of different levels. You know, we do some with uh, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. And part of all of these different things are uh, how do you sustain something, not just passion, but when you are really um, becoming awake, um, it's easy to slip backwards in our patterning because that's comfort. As comfort zone, sometimes it's difficult to move forward. But if you really look at it from a sustainability perspective, it's more of as you become that as your true self, your authentic being, and how you relate to things. That's when the spirit actually um, comes forward from inside, which is really the true passion. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, I think that people don't know when they don't have it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like they think they have passion, but they don't know it because they're tapping into something that's a little more shallow or superficial or or they're doing it the way that they've seen other people do it. So they figure that that must be passion because they're doing it the same way that someone else does it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we have the, the word, the F words, feeling. <laughs> yeah, let's clarify that for the audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's lots of feelings and emotion. Um, we have our instincts, you know, from 
way back because we want to survive. And essentially, we're a lot smarter, or so we allude to. Um, As we are actually doing this, though, we sometimes negate the social conditioning, and so we end up um, actually being more uh, withdrawn and can actually have a negative flow (laughs) in our conditioning so that becomes um, blocked or dry. And some of this um, can be a basis point of why should we be out there? Uh, Our self, our personal self could be asking, our little self could be asking all these questions. You know, why are we trying to be, trying to be whole and why are we trying to be pure and all these different questions. It's not comfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really, um, when you are passionate, it's um, something just to be aware that sometimes people don't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. So it becomes... You know, one, of my, uh, one of my friends described it as being a butternut squash in a gray world. Okay. <laughs> You know, that, you know, what do you do? Everything else is, you know, where do you get your sustenance from? There's no light, right? So sometimes it's hard to sustain your passion in a world that doesn't get you or is so different or who is very focused on um, staying safe. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the safe zone, how does that, um, I mean, how do we relate to it? You know, it's, it's a very personal relation. And so mm-hmm. it becomes difficult sometimes, you know, not knowing what um, what that level is because it's all very different for each person. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you respond? I mean, if you if you're um, if you've gotten in touch with passion at one point, and then because of whatever reason, someone has blown out your light or stomped on it or done something that makes it. You know, as you're really building up up your self confidence, um, and your your um, your light is stronger and stronger. Sometimes, someone coming at you from a negative perspective can create a real um, backwards flow. And so, how do you do the, You know, continue with um, being out there with with some kind of activity like that. I mean, that's just kind of a a um, that that is a normal process because society is so channeled other directions. Well, passion pulls you though. When you're in your passion, it pulls you forward. It compels you. It gives you strength you never knew you had. The strength of your convictions. Um, it so passion is really a different animal. So when you're really tapped into your true passion, nothing stops you. Mm-hmm. Just nothing. It it won't let you. I just read the biography of a guy named, I think his name is Leo Samuels, and he was someone who just, he went up against the odds, or or General Washington, George Washington, reading his autobiography, like, the stuff he encountered, it's like he had no support, no money, no nothing, and, you know, I like to read biographies of people who have conquered these amazing odds, and, you know, it's, they're pulled by passion, they see the future, or they, they feel the stirring within, their soul is saying, this is how you do it, so, as you said, obstacles are going to be different, they're going to come up, um, you're going to encounter 
are different things. You're going to find limitations. You're going to see the edges of yourself as you are pulled forward and you're going to, you know, potentially run, run right into brick walls. But when you're in passion, it's, it doesn't matter because that stuff all goes away compared to the passion when it's, you know, they're, they're small relative to how amazing that passion place is. Yeah, Oprah Winifrey said, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. So it's really coming back to looking, how, how do you look at passion? Is it just an emotion? Is it a passing emotion? Is it a pattern? Do you have passion and then it sort of ebbs and tides like the, the waves in the ocean? Um, it really, when we look at it, um, it's really the more that you look at it within yourself, you know, you look at, uh, not just one little part of yourself, but your whole existence. Like, are you passionate about your work, your life or whatever it is you're doing? And the more positive energy that you give off, you know, really that's the true happiness when you are actually more passionate about everything about that you're, that you're doing. So you're immersed in it not just one little subpart. And so I think that's part of a, a defining factor too. And it's um, Catherine Pulser said, what do you have a passion for? What has made you want to jump out of bed? <laughs> mm-hmm. What makes you want to get up at the crack of dawn or before? I mean, I know that one, but it really becomes um, what is, is going to sustain that pattern however you come into it you know that fuels the fire of inspiration and opens up the doors for a lot of different things and as you say it's really enthusiasm and excitement for life and those are the the keys i think to keep some kind of mental note um you know it's really um, interesting too. Uh, William Wadsworth said, "Fill your paper with the breathings of your heart." I mean, I thought that was really cool. Well, as a writer, for sure, for sure. You know, Eleanor Roosevelt said, "The purpose of life, after all, is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences." That's passion. I think it, that's passion. And what I find really encouraging is um, reading a lot about the wisdom of people that have come in the past, you know, that have been through a lot of different things themselves. And, uh, and they wouldn't be out there broadcasting these quotes. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they They've didn't have it. some kind mm-hmm. of explanatory that they wanted to share. And so it's just, I find it really, um, that's what helps, or I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with is... Um, how people all through history have come up with these different quotes that, you know, drive forward some of these different topics. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I think we have a topic pending here for a, a break, and we will be back in passion. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. 
Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join TheMightyMuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We are discussing passion. And really, as we were explaining before the break, um, passion is energy. And really, the more that you take a look around yourself, with yourself, and of yourself, um, it's really a a way to, um, I I would guess, um, from a simple process, it's a way for true happiness. And when you're more passionate about something, you're going to have that whole resonance of positive energy. And positive energy attracts other positive energies. So it's kind of a stepping stone, if you will, going forward. It fuels fire and inspiration and opens the door for a lot of different things. Enthusiasm and excitement is part of the passionate um, exploratory. And it's really coming from yourself, your true self. And that becomes, as you practice it more and more, um, it becomes more aligned with the true your true self and becomes easier to flow from yourself. So, Yeah, you know what, though? At the same time, I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking, you know, if you follow your passion, it can sometimes pull you into some stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, you end up and go, wait a minute, I thought I was in passion. How did I end up with all this crap? <laughs> So, you know, sometimes you have to learn new things or there's a, a, you know, whatever, there's some new experience that you weren't expecting. And it's like, well, holy, you know, how do I get into this? And passion is what will take you to unexpected places, but it will also help you again, you know, see the growing edge of yourself. Yeah. So um, if you're doing what you love and you feel like yourself, um, or that you're aligned with your purpose. And again, this becomes a whole question. Most people don't know what their purpose is for what they're doing. They just are out there grinding along and thinking about themselves getting out of bed in the morning, grumbling and and um, getting started with whatever they have to do. And so um, if they shift 
and or if they start looking around for things that they can look at from a passionate viewpoint, it can help your whole stress level. And it can help you um, look at uh, things through a different lens. So you can maybe look at your job a little differently. If, if you don't like your job and it's really not good in the sense of what it's doing for you or on you or of you, um, that would be one of those areas you might want to take a look at. And there could be other opportunities. But, you know, some of... Some of us get so focused on the negative that we might not see some of the positives. And so it's a good thing to do things like take a a pad of paper out and really take a look at uh, writing down some of these different things that, that do surface. And I presume because you're listening to the Empowerment Channel and our show that you're out there looking for nuggets that um, are shining that might be things that you'll want to consider. And if you're unhappy and unfulfilled, um, just you know, pause and take a look and, and look around yourself to see if there are opportunities. Um, the passion and enthusiasm for looking um, actually will start opening doors. Because if you just kind of close the door again, you're going to end up at some point trying to become awake again. Uh, because you're here listening, uh, hopefully we can give you some some little nuggets of thought. And um, we've we've had all kinds of different occasions ourselves to uh, question things and uh, look at things in a different way. And um, it's sometimes it's rather difficult and does take courage to uh, take a look at yourself and your opinions and. Um, by having a, a positive outlook, you know, that can be a whole lot of um, help for yourself. You know, if, if not for the moment, it's at least going to get you up and out tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, it's really opening doors to see if you can take a look and, and imagine, uh, you know, dream about or take an opportunity to um, ask yourself some of these questions. And if you want to live with confidence and passion, um, you know, then it's opening, opening doors and um, you can actually live, you know, with yourself and of yourself and for yourself um, by looking through, you know, different lenses. And we have a couple of suggestions um, how do you get started? You, know, you might want to, um, first of all, determine what you're good at. You know, what are your skills and talents? And what are your gifts? Because we all have these at some level. And what are there things that you personally are naturally good at and you really enjoy? Um, people forget that they can actually excel at some things naturally because when it's naturally and you respond, you might not even think about it. And um, back when you were younger, what did you really enjoy when you were a child? Um, How did you look at things differently from your friends? Um, What kind of hobbies have you had that you really enjoy? Maybe you always had, you know, a pen in your paper, uh, pen and paper. Um, I was always writing poetry. People didn't understand why, (laughs) (laughs) but I would start speaking in poetic language. That was how I thought. 
and I, I, I love the, the challenge of succinct words and sometimes it added color to things. So determining what you're good at, maybe take an hour and just really make a list for yourself. And you don't have to share it with anyone, but um, it's a good place to start because there are probably you'll fill up a couple of pages if when you really get started writing. And then take a look and step back a little bit. Um, if it doesn't flow very easily, determine what excites you. I mean, what what really charges you up with um, maybe something that you do as a hobby or um, people you talk to or when you start talking about a topic, a lot of times if you're excited about it, your voice is going to go up. You're going to speak fast, faster and faster. And um, it's something that someone's going to listen to that because it's a different side of yourself. So what are those topics that you find charging up the energy? And what do you spend your time volunteering on? Or you want to volunteer? Or when you talk with your your spouse or parent or partner, what excitement can you feel like you can really flow into and, and get someone else charged up? So these are this this is an area too that um, you may not find yourself getting um, a long list, but think about what really charges up your your voice and your excitement. And that could be with anger too. It can be things that you sure. want to change in the world. Sure. Like you know, where do you ha- see injustice? You know, you might be kind of the anti-hero. You know, of something. You know, fighting for a cause or being an activist or volunteering or building a school in another country or whatever. Interestingly, too, when you go to a library or to a bookstore, where do you, where do you wander in the aisles? You know, it's interesting when you float in there. I mean, float is <laughs> there is so much. You know, I always loved libraries because it's quiet, typically, and it just, you can feel the energy, or at least I feel the energy of knowledge, and it's just very interesting. Um, If you can go up and down the different aisles and really resonate with the books, and you pull them off the shelf and want to read them. Um, We used to, as a kid, we would almost have a wheelbarrow that we took into the library because... um, we ended up carrying so many of them out. Um, some of them got lost, but for the most part, um, my brothers and my sister and I just, I mean, that we were just so hungry for that information. And um, that was a passion right there was just reading. And it opened a lot of curiosities um, so that, you know, it's, it's really... Um, Oprah had another comment if you don't know what your passion is realize that one reason for your existence on earth is to find it so it gives you a, a um, an opportunity to wander around with a key is this key going to fit this hole <laughs> 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 so ask yourself what is the key mm-hmm. what is the passion that you have um, and how can you, I mean, even if you took one or two things and um, maybe explore them, does it get you all charged up? Can you talk about it? Explain it to somebody. And sometimes it's really uh, coming back to where you are putting more of yourself into something, not just sitting there 
you know, listening and then thinking about it, but you really put your yourself into it. And I think that's the energy flow that comes in and goes out. Absolutely. So it's really, Absolutely. yeah, where's that energy from yourself? Well, you know, the Kabbalians, you know, they would base the, uh, your, your life purpose on when you were born, because the theory is that the, when you took your very first breath of life, that's when you really became a living being. And that time of birth, um, that date of birth determines the quality of the power within you and it reveals your life purpose. And so it's really, you know, it's a fascinating system to explore that. Yeah. And what that means is um, you basically take the month, a day, and the year, and you redu- reduce this down to a digit, you know, between one and nine. And um, so, like, the month of November is 11, which is really one plus one. So it's, you know, it reduces down. So you would do your month and your day and your year. So November 12th is 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 2. And then the year. So if it's 1975, it's plus 1 plus 9 plus 7 plus 5. And when you add all that up, uh, that's 27. And when you take that double number, 2 plus 7 is a 9. That's how you distill it down. Yeah. That's how you get your life path. And on that note, um, basically... Um, if you're if you're doing a nine, essentially that's where people are uh, born to serve others, and um, they're on a, they're like a as a spiritual leader and teacher. They are very sensitive and creative, so they have a lot of different talents, and they're inspirational. Um, they can actually um, be considered. Um, but it, it, I mean, essentially, it, theirs is a life of service, and so each level. Uh, I know I did mine, and I'm a seven. So um, that's a thinker and a writer. Um, I'm supposed to be turning, tuning my mind to harmony and balance for receiving impressions, and so I'm looking at this, going, "Wow, this is pretty interesting." Um, you know, the mystery and. Um, naturally drawn to philosophy and occult, and they spend time in meditation and reflection. So I must be doing some of what I'm supposed to be doing. (laughs) Very concentration-oriented. You know, what is your uh, life path uh, number? Oh, me? I'm I'm a seven. I'm through 25. So it's the number of sudden change through partnership and put together, it's the number of seven, which is um, divine consciousness. So connected to the greater whole. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So just to run through the system real quick, we've got a couple of minutes before break. But um, if you're if you came up with a number one, you are at the beginning of the cycle, really, you seek to understand the fundamental laws of life. So you're the inventor, the explorer, and you're naturally ingenious in practical kinds of ways. So you're self resilient and and strong willed. Number twos are peacemakers, they're diplomats, they're natural partners. They're sensitive and they're intuitive and they really understand how to merge points of view to create appreciation for everyone. And then threes are all about self-expression. They are the artists. They excel in vocal, uh, speaking things out, in performing, public speaking, art, drama, entertainment, 
humor, uh, you know, com- comedians, promoters. They're uh, very congenial people and they have a love for all people and they want to help other people. Fours is really about their builders. They're, um, they're technical people. They're scientific, um, very systematic Typically, they're um, stable and patient, um, excellent teachers, researchers, computer experts. And then we've got the fives who are all about change. Um, the fives uh, actually seek a spiritual principle and then apply it. So they love change and travel and new experiences. So uh, they also are really good with sales and can promote things naturally. Sixes are about maturity and responsibility helping others in solving their problems. So um, they desire to care for other people and they have an intense desire to serve. So they're good managers and nurses and doctors. And then the sevens we've talked about, thinkers, writers, you know, very deep, very, um, uh, you know, meditative or contemplative types. Um, the eights, we haven't talked about that. The eights are born executives, really. They're leaders. They should occupy positions where they can administer fairness for all and work to create a just and balanced economic system. Eight is the number of money. So um, eights should never be subservient to other people because they're big. They have big personalities. And they just seem to understand people. And they hold uh, positions of great responsibility really well. And the nines, we talked about those, they're the humanitarians, the spiritual leaders, the spiritual teachers. They're, They're very sensitive and creative. They've seen it all. That's why. So they're charming. They're affectionate. They respond quickly to kindness. The path of the nine is the highest and most inspirational. But it can also be the most challenging because their life is, as Dee said, a life of service. So, um, so there you have it. There's the the nine the, the numerology of your birth path. And with that, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly. Have you ever met a muse, or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join TheMightyMuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintelliKey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintelliKey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y dot com. You are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're having fun with numbers. Math, math. <laughs> and <laughs> we passion. Talking. And passion. <laughs> passion with numbers. <laughs> and our purpose is really understood by thinking about it and applying some of the learning that we've been talking about, too. And it's, it's really, um, as we become more clear, and with this information, we can actually find some relationships. Maybe it's curiosity. I mean, it's one of those where you can read something and go, yeah, that, I can see that. I can find myself in that, that definition. Um, how, how do you really know if that's your purpose in life? Well, sometimes it's going to take a, a bit of questioning of yourself and or trying something out if you haven't tried something. So it's really part of discovery. And we've talked about discovery. I find that very fascinating. You know, discovering things, um, di- discovering more about yourself is it's like a, a mystery show. <laughs> you have all these different questions and parts and, you know, you can play a game with yourself and uh, be on discovery every day. Um, and, you know, if you just, you know, take some time each day or um, really take a look and Look for your passion in different things and surprise yourself. Once you've gone through and started this, I know that it's difficult sometimes to find the time and you're not really sure how to apply it sometimes. But you'll find yourself wanting, or at least for myself, I've been um, working on myself all my life. And as I have inquired more and more about things, it, it, it does open up more questions and interestingly you'll attract other people as you get more passionate you know you're going to attract people that are going to be curious and want to talk with you and um, really check more things out so not knowing what your purpose in life can be um, it can be daunting to even be in search of it um, but it's, it's some of those where if you aren't really um, in a purposeful life, um, you might end up working on, uh, you can e- you can be ending up with your working time instead. I mean, you can be working, quote unquote, um, or you can be working on your needs or working on other people's needs or working on other people's purposes. So if you don't know your purpose, you limit yourself in some ways to being stuck at a level of need, which is best as the potential to grow into greed. <laughs> or building other people's stuff. Exactly. So you're yeah, out there. Helping their lives, but your own doesn't expand. Yeah. Right? So you want to uh, look for some areas where you can expand, even if it's for a few minutes, um, and become passionful um, or passionate about something. And uh, practice, you know, some of it's practicing. So it's use, utilizing uh, passionate words, um, exploring more of what does that mean for yourself. If you're working on passion or with people that are passionate, maybe your boss or your customers or um, uh, other people in their passion, they might be a mentor for you as well. If you're really observant, you know, you can also look around yourself and say, well, gosh, that person's really passionate about what they do. Um, you know, look at how they have been able to do search, 
such and such. So it becomes, a, uh, as you wake up and start really paying attention around you, yourself, um, you'll be finding all kinds of people and um, other, other situations that could be helpful. And so it's really um, asking yourself questions and then looking for some answers. And as you really start defining how does that person work or not, uh, does it work for you? That's something you might just have to try. So it's it's really, um, you have to almost own the opportunity um, because... Or be owned by it. Or be owned by it <laughs> or by someone Either else. Own it or be owned. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those um, that if you don't know your purpose, you know, others will put you to good use to achieving theirs. <laughs> Exactly. And then you exactly. start looking around. If you're passionate about watching TV, that's one of those I could never quite understand for myself because it always seemed so mindless. And I was always trying to put mindful uh, application for the mindless, <laughs> 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 which I got very, very uh, frustrated because I could not quite relate or understand because it, it's really – it. For me, anyway, that just didn't feel like um, a passion I wanted to to have. So I have been probably um, almost 10 years since I watched TV. Wow. And, you know, people ask me, well, have you seen such and such a show? And um, no, have no clue. <laughs> and so uh-huh. that's where I was explaining sometimes you – Make a choice to actually be a certain way or uh, understanding that that's just not where I want to spend my limited time. And it can restrict, you know, how your conversation flows. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of look at both sides and, and then, um, you know, from the purpose prospect as you're prospecting out there because we're prospecting for nuggets, um, passion leads to sometimes freedom. And as you're finding your purpose and defining it yourself as you're owning it, um, you're actually defining and finding your freedom or freedoms. And if you give up your freedom, what does that mean? That That's quite a um, big one right there that might motivate you to take a look. Because sometimes that can also be one of the um, motivators. You know how to how what kind of freedoms do you want uh, if you don't feel like you have freedom of choice or freedom to do uh, work that you love um, or your limited amount of time? So it becomes um, back to yourself. Um, what do you want to do? Are you owning this as a a, a serious focus? Um, and then as you look more and more for your purpose and you start questioning it's interesting because um you always actually come back to yourself and that's where exploring these different things can become frustrating or it can become um utilizing different uh, approaches you know take for example you know, learning more about your uh, information as to how you apply things out here. Um, how do you look at something in a positive way versus a negative way? If you're really spending a lot of times, we've explored in the past, talking to yourself in different ways. 
is that a support for yourself or are you um, somehow negating a lot of the things that you come up with? And I know sometimes it's difficult to actually figure out that you do have knowledge. <laughs> you aren't always having to ask somebody. You know, you do have purpose and you, you have a lot of inner knowledge that sometimes you might not know. And so as you ask questions of yourself, like what is the meaning of my life? You can still listen to others, but it really comes back to listening to how you feel about it. So I think that's one of the the areas that becomes frustrating too, where if other people are constantly telling you something that you don't quite buy into, but you're not sure what to buy into, you know, you can spend a lot of time searching or working on someone else's um, tasks. And that can be a source of unhappiness. And um, really, if you live on purpose, you don't, you don't know, you know, what you don't know sometimes. So when you think about what your goals are, and you really start putting a map forward for yourself of where you want to go or grow, um, you know, it, it's like looking in the rearview mirror in some ways, but also looking forward. And as you have a path out there um, and different goals, um, it's really, it can be frustrating, but it can be also in a lot of source of enthusiasm too. Because one step, one step, one step creates some um, forward movement. You might slip back occasionally, but it's one of those where... Um, for the most part, it's really taking each one of the, the little nuggets and say, um, what is my dream? And, you know, some of the um, different keynotes we've, we've come up with in some of our quotes, um, like um, Harriet Tubman, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength the patience and the passion to reach for the stars and to change the world. And I, I just love these different uh, quotes because that's really, you know, what is your mission? My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. And that was my uh, aglo um, so out of these different quotes, are there any, Lynn, that charge you up? Well, Yo-Yo Ma said, passion is one great force that unleashes creativity because if you're passionate about something, then you're more willing to take risks. And I think for me, stepping outside the comfort zone, taking risks, going beyond the familiar, the expected, you know, when you're out of your comfort zone, um, you give yourself the gift of experiencing something new and that can be really exciting and really scintillating. So, yeah, I think go to go to your edge. <laughs> <laughs> edge and beyond. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's um, TJ or TD Jake said it's, it is your passion that empowers you to be able to do that thing you were created to do. So it's, it's Boom. really, um, what is that that you were created to do? That becomes more ponderings. You know, mm-hmm. And how do you ponder? It's really um, taking time. I think that's part of the owning it. If you're really, um, 
you know, owning the opportunity to become knowledgeable about whatever purpose you have that is really your true purpose and that you actually become, um, you know, aware of it so that you can do it. Um, you know, it's, it's really, you know, Benjamin Franklin with his wisdoms, if passion drives you, let reason hold the reins. And, <laughs> you know, I thought that was a great visual, you know, because mm-hmm. it gives you something to say. Yes, passion is like a charge, you know, charging forward, you know, the, and it needs a driver. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like you said, uh, Lynn, it can drive you all over the place mm-hmm. and might end up, um, you know, somewhere where you're not sure where you how you got there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really want to be somewhat in the driver's seat and not just... Um, passionately out there being passionate passionate so yeah, we, we passion, suggest and remember yeah passion is not a job so in case anybody's listening listening the job is not a passion place i mean you can be passionate in doing it but really you're tapping into something much deeper than the job so your passion is not a job it's not something that somebody confers on you it's not something that you get from the outside it's something that comes from the inside and is closely tied as we've been talking about to purpose to to having something meaningful and significant happening in your life yeah, so we suggest savoring the minutes and paying attention. Those are two themes that we uh, strive for here as they're basic nuggets of mighty gems. And really, we're each a mighty gem. So we're sparkling and focusing um, on things of value for ourselves. And you know, we're all spe- looking for special jewels. And passion will hopefully help um, exuberance and happiness and um you know, essentially, Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. And we say, we're suggesting strongly with passion, <laughs> you want to start the journey now. And so, as we continue to connect to within ourselves, to nature and others, and with one insight, one choice, and one action, um, be passionate. And we're out there prospecting, looking for looking ways for places to, to be passionate. <laughs> be passionate, exactly. And Buddha also said, <laughs> in the sky, there's no distinction of east and west. Uh, people create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. So be careful what you believe, but we really are saying or suggesting, we're suggesting that you be passionate about um, looking forward into the mighty gem area for yourself. And you know, we are doing this um, view ourselves, and really enjoying sharing with you. So join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great, passionate weekend. Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 